Welcome to the JB Font Show. I am your host, James Fontleroy, and I'd like to welcome all of you to the show today. Um, as for my show on FHL, I uh, had we had some difficulties uh, that day, so I wasn't able to air. But I will be back starting this Sunday coming up. Um, so it's good to hear from all of you. Um, How's it going, Leroy? <laughs> it's good to see you. <clears throat> For some reason, I have a cough. Hey, Noah, how's it going? And War Deer, so good to see you and everybody else who's watching right now. Um, and so I, I'm coming on the stream today because I, I wanted to talk about um, my mental health. Um, I am taking a break from Twitter. I actually started before I even made an announcement, but I just was like, you know what? People haven't heard from me in a couple of days, so let me go to Twitter, put out, put out, you know, just a notice to let everybody know that I am taking a break. Um, this is for mental health reasons. Um, I'm not going to make this a very long stream, but I just wanted to keep everybody abreast of what's going on. And... Um, there's a lot going on in Twitter, a lot. And I think that we need to be more, I, I should be more measured in how I am on Twitter and how I should take time and center myself. Um, I'm not depressed and I'm not in a despondent or extremely sad mood and anything like that. Um, I'm just trying to be very mindful of how things are making me feel and how I, I am processing things. So it's more of, sorry, I have the windows open. So it's making me feel like I have a good scope of how I want to convey myself and how I want to be within this space. I say that because this space can be difficult. And a lot of people don't really realize that. They think, oh, you're just recording and talking to a camera. It's, it's more than that because you have to have dialogue with people, but Twitter is kind of difficult because Twitter is only so many characters and people have various degrees and opinions and it doesn't really allow for nuance. So because of that, then uh, there are some polarizing extremes, if I can put it that way that you tend to see and so people will say if you're not for this then you're for that if you're this then you're that it is it doesn't allow us for the space to be human and grow it's almost like there's an expectation you have to be where i'm at and if you're not there then i'm i'm cutting you off um and so 
like the late Michael Brooks said, he said, be kind to people, but be ruthless to institutions. I don't want to lose a sense of kindness within this space. I use the word hate very strictly. I hate capitalism. I hate uh, I hate the notion that people shouldn't be kind to one another. Whatever the opposite of kindness is, that's what I hate. And also, I do not like being thoughtless. Um, there was an interesting thing I saw, and yes, I'm still on Facebook, whatever. I know a lot of people call it a right-wing cesspool, but how are we supposed to um, pull people to the right if we're not at least engaging in some way in those spaces to let people know that those of us on the left aren't some evil, um, uh, immoral people who just want to take over the world? No. We're you know, largely very kind-hearted people who just want everybody to have equality and justice. But one of the things that I was speaking about to a relative was that, and this came up in Facebook, was you can be honest without having to be brutal. And that's something that I think a lot of us have to you know improve on we can be honest you can be you can be honest while still being polite and politeness with honesty creates kindness because I'm not going to allow you to uh, keep having the same inaccurate notion or the same inaccurate uh, lies or or be misconstrued in a way I'm not going to allow that to keep happening because I care about you so it's kind for me to correct you but it's also kind to correct you in a way where it doesn't damage you you see what I mean I, I don't know if, if, if it makes sense exactly what I'm saying but I want to be that person who is still honest, but also deeply kind to people, no matter who you are, because we live in a world that is unkind. And I'm not just talking about people, I'm talking about, I'm referring to the systems that we have I'm referring to the policies that we have I'm referring to the representatives that we elect because there are some that are polite but they're not kind they can be very polite but they still show this air of superiority or this air of caring more about profits than people. 
So I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a, a, a background as to why I'm saying this. Why did I title this video and put that thumbnail in the description that I put? Um, I want to go here to the chat. Um, thank you very much. Leroy says, good to see you and take care of yourself, bro. I'm trying. And the thing is that we have to do our best to take care of ourselves and not allow these spaces to overtake us so that it messes with us in a, in a mental way so that we're, we have to be kind to ourselves. Being kind to another person is one thing, but you also have to be kind to yourself and forgive yourself if you have any issues whatsoever that you're trying to work through. Um, and so I feel like I was kind of deviating from that kindness and I'm like, mm, no, that's not me. And so that's why one of the reasons why I'm, I'm trying to take space and center myself. Noah says Twitter is toxic. It's good to take a break from it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say this, Noah, you actually were part of the inspiration for that for me taking this break and taking time out for myself. And I, I sincerely want to thank you. And before I continue further, I also want to give some thank yous to the people who supported me on, on coffee. Thank you so much. Um, thank you to David Michael, Kush Renata, Socialist Cayman, Rebecca, and See the Change. Thank you all so much for supporting me on this, on this journey. I do have Kofi. Um, you know, I don't, you know, expect to, you know, make this into some big career, but it's something that I've always wanted to do. And, and I am proud to be in a space in the community with all of you. So thank you so much for, for supporting me on Kofi. Um, my friend, Robert Durden, love you too, bro. Um, he said, take a breather and take care of yourself. And, you know, I think, I think if we all did that, then I think that we all would be a little bit more calmer, a little bit more tranquil. Um, because you can still be fierce for, you know, and radical in your love while still, you know, being... A, a tranquil human being and looking at others and saying hmm, that person I don't think they have it just right let me help them to understand now it is one thing you know for somebody to be you know uh, disagreeable and they come in you know like a jerk I'm also trying to clean up my language too um, because uh, I don't want to get, well, whenever I do get monetized, I don't want to get demonetized, but there's, there's a way you can be, you can disagree without being disagreeable. But at the same time, there are some people who come in and they're just disagreeable as hell. And it's like, you know what? Either they're being bad faith or they're trolling. If they're trolling, well, <laughs> have fun, you know, just <laughs> trolling back. But 
if somebody is trying to argue from a good faith position, be calm and try to be patient with, with people because some of us have deeply held beliefs that may not be completely accurate. So it takes time to work through that. I know there's some things that I have to work through and there's a lot of things that I have to improve on. I'm still learning. Uh, and part of that learning process is even just taking this break. It's a learning process. Because ultimately we live in a society where things have to be now. And what is that 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 now make it snappy type of thinking come from? Well, it, it, it's a capitalist notion. Because what is what do capitalists say? Time is money. And that notion means that your that waste of my time is a waste of the resources that I need in order to provide for myself. But sometimes we need to take time with others so that we can learn more. It's not really a waste of time. It's trying to learn. And sometimes you may still be right on the issue, but you're getting you're able to learn how to argue from a different perspective so that once you hear that argument then you can work through it quicker and teach somebody else because they came to you with that different inaccurate take so it's also still a learning process from you even though you're teaching somebody you're learning how to teach better did that make sense i don't know i'm still kind of working through it uh noah also says practice self-care um jp mcfly 1985 i like that name <laughs> retro videos says hope you'll be okay man self-care is more important as fans we understand that and stand with you and and and, and i appreciate that um you as viewers um i also learn from you and that's one of the reasons why i go to the chat so much is because it's it's a means of keeping myself grounded it's hard once you get to a certain level i think in this space i haven't gotten nowhere near that yet but I think once you get to a certain level in this space, it is tough to keep yourself grounded because you'll get to a level. And by level, I'm meaning notoriety, income, things like that. You get to a certain level where then it's like you start to deviate from the values you've held at first. And so I think a lot of the faint more famous people whether they be elected officials or other uh youtubers podcasters they get to a point where they start to mix with crowds that are kind of in a more higher space in regards to their in regards to their income, their station in life, things like that. And so they kind of start to forget 
the people that got them there or not necessarily got them there but they start to forget the people that they were in community with in the first place and it's almost like a you forgot where you came from type of thing and I think that we should always stay in community with them and get their perspective as well because if not then we start to drift and we see many others that have started to drift and that drifting is toxic because then you start to forget others and the others that you tend to forget are the people who need the most help so yeah thank you for that um you know, it says also it's very hard to understand the tone and text, which creates a lot of misunderstandings. And that's actually very difficult for me. That's hard for me. One of the reasons why is because um, there are times where I'll be in a playful mood and I'll read something and I'll get, oh, yeah, that person's being sarcastic. But if I'm in a serious mood, I'll think that that person's being serious unless there's like like an emoji or something like that to signify that they are doing that because I'm not looking at your face I don't see exactly how you mean something or I don't hear the inflections in your voice and I think that's part of the problem um, it, it, it you know there's a benefit in technology but there's also a disadvantage in technology that we don't really get to experience being in presence with other people you ever you ever felt attraction to somebody who you're looking at them and you're like, man, I typically just wouldn't be into that person. But for some reason, I just I just like them a lot. I just find them very attractive. It's kind of like that. It's that you're you're getting all encompassing aspects of a person in real life that you don't get through online interactions or even just interacting with me in this space because all you guys are just looking at me but you're not necessarily next to me around me there could be different chemical reactions that we have no idea about that are happening with in people interacting it could be you know different pheromones that we may be smelling that can you know help us be able to react to people in a certain way it could be a, a whole host of different things but we don't get that chance necessarily through this type of medium. I'm saying that this type of medium is still good. It has its benefits, but always take it with a grain of salt. And so, you know, that's why it's best to, to slow down when it comes to understanding one another, especially in spaces like Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, um, you know, uh, TikTok. Instagram, whatever. So, yeah. Robert says, Twitter, YouTube is vicious. You can't say anything without being attacked by someone. That's true. And it's, it's a lot. And you have to take your time. And I find it best to really go for issue for issue um, and keep it as substantive, substantive as possible 
sorry I have a hard word time saying that word for some reason so yeah and yes do people do act like children never assume that anybody is is as mature as you but always assume people are as mature as you it's kind of kind of weird dichotomy there but it's a means of assume people are going to be childish in a way where you put them in your mind at you you, you you preface or you construct your sentences in meaning as if they're just not going to understand. So let me be as clear and as transparent as possible in my explanations. But then you also assume that they are as mature or more mature than you. And giving them the dignity and thinking that they will definitely understand what I mean. It's like sometimes certain people use more complex words in their vocabulary once in a while because they make the assumption that you are at a higher enough level to understand what they're saying. And they're assuming that you are either there at their level or above so they're giving you that space to you know to and they're thinking more highly of you so we kind of have to do kind of both it's kind of a balance and but at the same time you want to say things in a simple way so that they'll understand so it's kind of it's kind of difficult but you know we, we, we work on it we're human beings you know we're, we're all imperfect Thank you very much, uh, JP McFly, 1985. Um, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And thank you, Noah. Thank you to everybody. Um, hey, whatever, man. Good to see you. Uh, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. It's true. It's just like the, the, the animation on the cards when you're about to take off in a flight. And they always instruct you when the oxygen mask comes off, you put the oxygen mask on yourself first, and then you put it on either your child or somebody who is not as adept at doing that. And so that's one of the reasons why it's good for people like us, especially in this space, to take these breaks. Because people are learning from you. You chose to be in this space and you're, you know, some of us even make a living in this space. So I feel it's our responsibility to make sure we take care of ourselves as well so that we can teach others that, look, it is okay to take these breaks. It is okay to center yourselves. It is okay to, to, to have a, a place to quiet your mind. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I, we talk about politics a lot on this channel and in, you know, and uh, the other channels. Sometimes it's good to just take a break from that. You don't have to be that all the time. You know, we're, we're, we're human beings. We, we are multifaceted people. And also, I think it's best for us to be able to, you know, venture in different directions. That's why... 
this channel will not be exclusively politics related. There's some things I want to talk about. There's some movies I want to talk about. There's some pop culture and science things that I want to talk about too. And so I think that's one of the the things that uh, I think is good for us to try to uh, traverse this plane, so to speak, to get ourselves uh, more of a break so that you know, we don't burn out. I don't want to mispronounce your name, but it it's spelled like Michelle, not Michelle. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But um, you say, please take care of yourself. Social media can get toxic and setting these boundaries are essential. And I think that's something that I've also had to learn was setting boundaries. For some of us, it's hard to say the word no, even to ourselves. And so being able to say no and being responsible with yourself is also deeply important. Sometimes the toxic person in our life is ourself. Now, just because we may be toxic at this point doesn't mean we'll always be that way. You can alleviate the toxicity within yourself by being more kinder to yourself as well as to others and also not thinking less of yourself. I do have something to admit. I do have an an inferiority complex. I tend to think that people... A lot of people are just much better than I am. It's just it's what it is. And I and I and I tend to need regular validation. Let's be real. I do. But I'm working on it. And so honesty with yourself is also deeply important. You know, and I think that doing that also makes you into a more well-rounded person because that's ultimately what we're trying to get to, right? And thanks, Noah. I, I will reach out. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and yes, J.P. McFly, 1985. I love Back to the Future as well. Yes. In fact, I'm surprised I don't own the movies, but whatever. There's streaming services for that. Michelle says the urgent pace set by capitalism and maintained by all of us. Uh, change is a slow process. We need everyone in this transform. I'm sorry. We need everyone in this transformational process. Breaks are essential and necessary. Yeah. Capitalism is funny because it, it, it's a system that says that breaks are for the quote unquote weak. Breaks are when you take a break that also means that you're taking a break from producing profit in capitalism it is a system where you constantly have to keep going and it doesn't want you to stop this is why you'll see people who are who are reading those how to be a millionaire books and you have some people who are re- or who are following those 
gurus on 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 these different videos of of oh this is how successful people do and this is what successful people read and things like that and a lot of them would be like oh successful people they go to sleep at 11 o'clock and they wake up at 4 a.m every single morning and it's like who who does that and i get there's some people who are they're 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 a certain type of sleeper where they can sleep like two three hours and they're good and you know they're healthy but not everybody's that way and that doesn't mean that successful in any notion because success is how you affect the world in a positive way that's what success is you can be successful and still be poor financially how do you affect people's lives I don't care if it's one person's life or a, a million people's lives. How do you affect their lives? Do you do you somehow do something to make it better with your words, with your actions, how you how you, you know, treat them? The most successful person is a kind person. So, yeah, um the whole deal with not being one to take a break that's part of living if it wasn't then we would never sleep but we do why do we shut down why do we have a need to shut down we shut down so that we can keep on living a few months ago I went uh, to the hospital at the dialysis because mentally I was not right something happened and I couldn't put, I couldn't form a sentence together properly. I was at a point where I was forgetting. They were asking me, who is the president of the United States? I couldn't even formulate the words to come out of my mouth and say Joe Biden. They were like, James, what time is it? It took me time just to figure out to say what time, uh, I mean, what day it was. What's today's date? What day is today? What is your name? They were literally having to ask me these questions. They had to give me, I think it was Ativan. They had to, you know, and I was just like, and I was getting nervous. I was, I thought I was having panic attacks. It was just crazy. They did, they, they, they honestly were like, Are, is he having a stroke? No, he's not having a stroke. What's going on? Let's do a CAT scan. Let's go, uh, uh, let's do a MRI. They couldn't find anything. Doctor comes in, he goes, did you sleep well last night? I said, no, I was I actually been up kind of late and haven't been sleeping that much the last few, last couple weeks. Cause you know, being online and Twitter <laughs> and uh, watching different videos and stuff. And he goes, that could lead to what you were dealing with. And he goes, sleep is extremely important. And your brain was just going haywire because you just haven't been getting enough rest. And that was all it was. So think about all the people who are dealing with this capitalist system. And they're working up teen hours. And they don't get adequate rest. No wonder why people are freaking out. No wonder why people are acting, are acting stupid with you. Because people aren't rested. 
because capitalism demands that you forego that rest, that you forego your health for the sake of profit. Mental health is very important. Sleep is actually a part of mental health. Rest is a part of mental health. Capitalism has fucked us up big time. And so take your breaks. If you are in a job that gives out vacation time, take your vacation, take your breaks. If you're in a, if you're in a you know if you're working take your 15 minute breaks and your lunch break do it all but the problem though everybody you know will come back and this is the sad part is I can't afford to I can't afford to take a break because I have to, I have my rent to pay I have my utilities to pay I have to feed my kids I have to take care of my parents. I have to take care of my siblings. I have I have a child that is an adult, but they are you know disabled, and I and I have to take care of them. I I I, I don't make enough. That's the sad part. It puts us in, in between a rock and a hard place. Capitalism is the rock and the hard place. Saddening. Um, Twitter is tribal and soul crushing even among actual leftists. Very true. Noah says the important thing to know is your own baseline. When you know your baseline, you can build an effective plan to take care of yourself. Now, Noah knows. <laughs> That's kind of kind of funny the way I said. No one knows, but Noah does know. He knows because uh, you are in the space of being a counselor. So I'm glad you're in the chat. So <laughs> Ross Longcoyle says, "Totally get that. Thank you very much for joining us as well." Hey, Bill Bradley. Bill Bradley says, "Humans have nonverbal cues that are lost online." Yes. Wasn't it somebody who said that um, 85% of what we say doesn't come out of our mouth? I forgot who said that. But it, it, it's very interesting. I would like to actually have some um, some people on to talk about different things like this. Noah, I, I would love for you to come on too. Um, Bill, if you would like to come on. But I would love to talk about things like this. About, about communication, especially among the leftist space, because I think that's really interesting that, you know, uh, I think this is one of the reasons why I think people like um, Rome is so effective, because he goes out to people, he talks to people face to face, and you get to experience that with other people. Rosalind Coyle says... Uh, it is vicious. I'm not sure we've even seen the lasting effects of it. Very, very true. And yes, Bill says, give people the benefit of a doubt, but have no expectations. Wardeer says, if you don't take a break, eventually you'll be broken. Oh, Wardeer, you just hit me with a, that was, uh, that was a bygone gym moment. 
I appreciate that. That was really, really nice. Jonathan Neve says, heal, regroup, and reinforce thyself. Funny man. <laughs> I used to, I, I, I don't regard myself as somebody who's particularly funny, but I, I try to, you know, spread as much joy as I can because a laughter is a temporary break from, uh, a laughter is a temporary break from eternal sadness. Capitalism is a system that causes eternal sadness because it takes us away from the systems that help bring us joy. Less chat escapism need that from time to time. Yes. Escapism is not necessarily a bad thing. Escapism within healthy amounts helps us to live longer. Thank you, Lucy. Blue Moon Red Wine, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and it's honestly being in community with people like you who help me to endure, you know? And by the way, um, you know, people like you and Robert Dernan are, are badasses. And, you know, you guys got... Uh, nerves of steel and uh, I got to work on that myself because I got to work on my nerves um oh same as Michelle okay oh yeah yeah good to see <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay I got it okay thank you so much Margot Lee hello good to see you good to see your smiling face Bill Bradley says capitalism in the U.S. is particularly sinister on top of it. European nations get quite a bit of vacation time, and many actually take it. Yeah, and for good reason. Um, how's the rate of depression in Europe versus the United States? And sometimes it's okay to spend a day or a few days doing nothing. It's okay. Why do you feel a need to just sit there and do nothing? What is your brain and, and your heart telling you? Is it saying, you know what, we need to stop. We just need to stop and just exist for a second and not go through this rut and this grind that this system, you know, subjects us to. Just stop for a second. Because some of us, we get to a point where it's just like, we go and we go and we go and we go. And then you get to the point where your body is just like, hold up, got to shut things down. Mm -mm, nope. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. We're, we ain't doing this today. And I think your, your, your brain and heart are trying to tell you something. And then it's also funny because your brain and heart will be like, look, you're depressed. It's obvious these things are that are happening to so you aren't giving you the the satisfaction and purpose and joy that you need. So what is going on? And so we want to figure it out. We want to go to a counselor. We want to go to a psychiatrist. We want to go to a psychologist, but we can't afford it. 
we don't have health care. And even if we have health insurance, it's super expensive. The capitalist system is so focused on profit that it takes the brain out of the body. It says, oh, you want mental health? Well, that's going to be separate from your body, even though our head isn't literally on our body. They do the same thing with your eyes, your teeth, and your ears. And so we have to get to a point where we recognize our mental health is our physical health. Our vision health is our physical health. Our physical health is our mental health. Our physical health is our vision health. Our physical health is our oral health. Our physical health is our auditory health. Our auditory health is our physical health. We have to get to that point where we recognize that it's all linked together. But capitalism says that we have to separate it to maximize profit. So yeah, no, you can't go to see a mental health specialist because that'll be extra. And so we do the things that we do because it creates a barrier. This is why people have certain addictions to certain things. And I'm not just talking about different uh, substances, substances like, you know, uh, like different drugs. We also have a thing that's addiction to caffeine, addiction to sugar, addiction to salt. These are all chemicals. We have an addiction to pornography. We have an addiction to uh, watching shows to escape. We have an addiction to video games. We have an addiction to shopping. And I don't care if your addiction to shopping isn't going to the stores at the mall. It could be an addiction to shopping by going to thrift stores because they're cheaper and you can actually afford that. It could be an addiction to certain people. And we feel flustered because we can't get access to these things. And why don't we have another way out? Because it's by behind a paywall. I love y'all in the chat. You guys just give me so much to work with. I appreciate it. Margalee says, I woke up every, I wake up at AM every morning, but I'm not a millionaire. Uh, oh, at 4 AM every morning, but I'm not a millionaire. Yeah. JP McFly, 1985 says, capitalism is by nature, not empathetic. I love what George Carlin said. We could use a little less motivation. Sociopaths are highly motivated. Oh man, yeah. I got a lot. I gotta watch more George Carlin, by the way. Um, he was a brilliant man. A lot of comedians are very brilliant, but a lot of that brilliance and a lot of that that wit behind them comes from a lot of pain that they have experienced in life. That's the thing about comedians, man. They're brilliant but they're also very hurt people but they translate that hurt into something that makes people laugh and have joy that's a that's a that's a talent that's a deep talent that i wish i had jp also says i think it's also also somewhat of a generational thing people over 50 or over 60 can have this people are soft today bullshit love the leftist boomers who never sold out though 
yeah um the whole people are soft today notion is really a people are way too mindful of their mental health they don't they don't uh ignore it like we did back in the day ignorance was bliss no it's not we know the problems it's just now we have to get to, to the solutions of the problems we actually know what the solutions are we're just trying to fight to get them the solutions to the problem are actually working through this mental health but we can't get mental health unless we have at least a single-payer healthcare system but we cannot have a single-payer healthcare system unless we combat some of these elements of capitalism which keep us from it so therefore to complete the task we have to defeat some of these capitalist elements that keep us from having actual healthcare. And when I mean healthcare, I mean saying all encompassing healthcare. And once you get to that point, then we can start the position of actually healing a little bit better. Especially those of us in the black community, because we have a lot of healing to do. A lot. Robert says, I almost never sleep too stressed. Ah, oh, bro. I feel you. And, and you know what at compounds it is when you have a family, you know? I mean, I have a boyfriend, but I don't have kids. I have my nieces and nephews that I do uh, am deeply concerned about on a daily basis because they have to live in the system, but I don't have my own children like that. And so that is difficult. And I think also a lot of, well, cis and trans men, um, but also a lot of traditionally, you know, cis men, we also need to talk about the, the, the mental health of fathers. Because a lot of you fathers have a lot to deal with too. And capitalism makes it so difficult. Um, yeah, we need to have a discussion about that too. Um, because we're here to support moms and it's kind of hard to do that when our mental health is is going by the wayside too you know and then we can add to the lack of mental health onto each other by us not being able to take care of ourselves man capitalism screwed us over hey kyle how's it going kyle says at my school it was normalized to sacrifice sleep to do work or homework or extracurriculars actually this is interesting that you brought this up because there was a I don't it, it was a it's by RSA animate it was a I don't want to say TED talk but it was a lecture by Sir Ken Robinson talking about education paradigms and one of the things he brought up was what about children who operate better in the evenings versus the mornings um, there's a book that I was reading called the power of when and this doctor that was, that does sleep studies actually broke it down to really four different type of sleep archetypes. And the different sleep archetypes basically mean that we operate better at certain times of day. So wouldn't it stand to reason that children also operate better at certain times of day? If you were able to actually acclimate, I'm sorry, um, if you were actually able to um, I forget words sometimes. The word I want to use. Um, 
but if you really want to, I don't want to use customize, tailor, tailor, sorry, tailor schools to how different kids learn, then you also consider the times. Also, if kids learn better alone in small groups or in large groups and different learning styles, then you can actually teach better. And so sacrificing sleep just to cram things in your brain, that's, you won't be able to do that. That's, that's unhealthy. And that's a part of capitalist conditioning too, is to forego rest in order to produce profit. So go to sleep <laughs> if you can, but many people, they just can't afford it. I'm not going to take too much time more, but uh, I will be going in a little bit. But Bill Bradley says, the people that don't take their breaks, the people that don't take their vacation time, get promoted past you. They punish you for taking what's yours. He continues, I would argue that they are not that there are not many actual leftists. Actual leftists would be pushing class solidarity, but most discussion I hear on is left solidarity, which is not the actual left position. Yeah. Margot Lee says, oh, how many counselors do we have in the chat? Do former counselors count? Yes, former counselors also do, do count. Because you have the education, you have the experience. Of course you count. And thanks, um, Noah. Okay. Um, thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate you joining. Uh, you also had some very, very good truth gems to drop on here, so I appreciate it. Hey, Tony Plow, how's it going? Good to see you, Solidarity. Um, JP McFly says, even by their own selfish nature, capitalists should want us to be healthy so we can produce for them. But you see the issue with capitalism, though, right? Capitalists can't even go, they can't even go by their own standards of uh, optimum sustainability when it comes to the system. A capitalist who wants to go by optimum sustainability would encourage rest. They would encourage, um, they would encourage people to um, take their time. They would encourage universal health care. They would encourage, you know, uh, school for everybody, but they don't. Because the profit matters more than the person. It's all for short-term profits. It's, capitalism, capitalism is a very short-term process. And they use... It's like... It's like trying to weld a car back together with scotch tape. You can hold it up for a couple minutes, but after that, it's going to keep breaking down. So you have to weld it back together with scotch tape. 
You have to keep taping it back together, taping it back together, taping it back together. Every few minutes you have to do that. And in the grand scheme of things, as far as human history is concerned, capitalism breaks every few minutes. So you have to keep scotch taping it back together. Instead of doing something that will last for the long term. Lizzie Prickles, thank you so much. Uh, leftist Boomer here. Welcome. So nice to have you. And thank you for your service. Appreciate you. Um, Margot Lee says men really get the short end when it comes to emotional support and management. And you know what? Patriarchy is one of the one of the biggest reasons why. It is. We men are our own biggest obstacle. We are. And so because of that, we hurt ourselves. We shoot ourselves in the foot every single time. And when we shoot ourselves in the foot, we also shoot women in the foot both cis and trans women we we shoot them in the foot every single time we shoot ourselves in the foot we damage ourselves and so because of that we have a lot to work on we just do and yes you know short term futures do not lead to long term gains so yeah um So I'm not going to give a definitive uh, say on when I'll be back on Twitter. Um, I'm just going to I'm just going to stay off until it feels right in my spirit, as a lot of black people say. It's funny I say it that way because I was making French toast this morning. And I did not measure some things. It just had to feel right in my spirit. I was like, okay, nutmeg. All right, that feels good in my spirit. All right, I'll put that back. Cinnamon. All right, that feels good in my spirit. Ah, okay. Vanilla extract. A little bit more. Ah, that feels better. So sometimes you have to do things to get to a point where it feels it feels right. Does that mean I will come back? I don't know. It depends on what feels right for me. But that's the point. It has to feel right for you. Um, and so being in these different types of spaces sometimes means that you have to do things that some people may not necessarily like. Some people may not want me to, you know, take a break from Twitter. But it's like, do you want me to still keep living? Because <laughs> if not, you know, I have to take those breaks so I can still be around. You know? And so, and it's also good to be hypersensitive and hyper aware of these different 
cues in your in your head and in, in your gut too. It's very good to be hypersensitive to those things because if not, then you're going to neglect them and you don't want to neglect yourself. And a lot of us unfortunately have grown up with a lot of neglect. We don't want to do that to ourselves. We got to take care of us. You know, and uh, just like what Tony Plow said, I got to take care of me, but I also want to voice that you got to take care of you, t you too. We're in a very individualistic society, which puts us and separates us. We, we also got to do what we can to take care of each other. But we have to take care of each other, but not at the expense of ourselves. Take care of yourself first, but then when you have a little extra to give, then take care of somebody else. And then that person will do the same. We have to, in a mental health way, positively pay things forward. Pay kindness forward. Pay politeness forward pay honesty forward if we do these things it starts to circle back around so yeah so that's what this subject was going to be about today um look i i again want to thank the the patrons on coffee appreciate you guys so much um and thank you for everyone who was watching me today um if you guys need to, um, you know, get in contact with me, um, I'll check my, my DMs from time to time, but for the most part, I'm just going to be, oosah, you know, but yeah, um, if you guys, uh, please hit the like, and if you're not subscribed, then what are you waiting for? Go ahead. Hit the subscribe button and if you like my content you can subscribe to coffee I have it here in the ticker right here below and uh, please make sure to drink plenty of water water yourselves water your plants water your animals um, yeah and I love and solidarity to you all and I will catch you on the flip side. Yeah.